Magandang buhay sa iyo lahat. <laughs> Yo tune into Pinoy Australiano with special guest Vietnamese Australian Hui Lee. Stay tuned. So here we are in Osaka, Japan. It's about six or seven hours before my flight. Um, and we are joined with special guest Hui Lee from St. Albans, Victoria. Clap your hands. Thank you. Thank you for having us. I thought it'd be interesting to perhaps get um, <laughs> a Vietnamese Australian. A Vietnamese Australian. Wow. Yeah, uh, on the show and, you know, talk about certain things. But of course, we're going to first talk about, you know, a little adventure today here in yeah. Osaka, Japan. We just come from a. Um, Literally, quite literally, a, a five-minute walk from like the suburbs. We're in a suburb, suburban area, mm. and it was like a literally five-minute walk to a local curry cafe. Yeah, it's great. It's great. Amazing. That's, that's the kind of places I like looking for. Like, because when I went past there the other week, because it was closed, you wouldn't even know it was a cafe. Because mm. that shop is a corner shop. And right next door, there's like five houses that look exactly the same. Yeah. So I wouldn't have known it was a cafe until I saw that there was signs saying, you know, the closing hours, last orders, whatnot. Yes. So we decided to check it out today, and yep, it's a sick place. Sick, I really enjoyed sick. it. Yeah, yeah, same. I, I highly rate it. Like, mm. it's crazy how inconspicuous some of these cafes you showed me mm. today are. Like, yeah. literally, like, it just looks like a house. Yeah. See, and that's what I feel like when I came here the first time last year oh like last year yeah mm. no two years ago holy crap yeah anyway so when i first came and like there's so many hidden spots that you know you like you said like if you walked past you wouldn't realize oh yeah that's a cafe or that's a that's a shop and i feel like people like i love melbourne you know that's my hometown but like people talk about how like there's so many hidden spots and whatnot but i feel like yeah melbourne in comparison to japan like here like you it's just next level like mm. the laneway culture everything just so many hidden treasures you just gotta like literally just walk around and just explore and hopefully you'll find stuff along the way yeah and that's what i really enjoyed about you know living here especially just discovering new things every day yeah it's it's pretty amazing hey I, mm. I, when i was living here three years ago you know like taking my daughter to to childcare and whatnot and then when i'm when i've got my own free time <laughs> and i'm riding around just yeah. taking you know, turns mm. here and trying to figure out different yeah. uh, routes, routes to, to get back home. You just find these places, man. Yeah, definitely, definitely. It's, it's, I mean, like, you know, sometimes you just end up in the red light district without even knowing. Yeah, yeah, it's a whole nother experience to go <laughs> check out the red light district here. Mind you, I haven't never had the guts to, like, pay for that kind of service <laughs> but uh yeah you know. it's interesting just to go past it as a, a spectator oh yes. just like you know a little deep just yeah <laughs> not actively like you know looking for it but when you just stumble upon it it's like wow it's a different world out there oh, yeah, it's a different world out there a different world. No, that's exactly it but yeah man you know what i thought was really awesome about today was like just the it's 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 that's their culture here in Japan. Hey, you know, mm. like the the way the interior looked it was all wood and mm. tatami mats, so that 
and the table's really low yeah with like some kind of chair like just a, a seat without the legs hey? yeah basically with a pillow yeah cushion yeah. on top and and then like we had these like straw like blinds yeah that allowed so the sunlight in the sunlight take you through it was just wow yeah. the ambiance of the air ambiance yeah and did you see on that just behind that the blinds it was just like a little chair and a little table yeah that was so for a like, single person for a single person just to sit there drink the coffee and like have that view of the back gardens back garden yeah and that yeah. back garden there's like something about it but like the back garden was very zen wasn't it it was very zen yeah obviously not as manicured as like a true zen 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 you know Kyoto temple style garden but it was still you know I think the fact it wasn't too well maintained still like adds to the charm of like you know yeah the, the you know the beauty and imperfections yeah. that kind of Japanese aesthetic and kind even, of thing. Even like the dish, the curry dish we got, and how rustic that plate mm, was. It wasn't exactly. even fully round. It looked yeah. like it had just been roughly molded. That's what it's all about. I think that's the most surprising thing about Japan. It's a country of contrast. Mm. Definitely. I guess we'll have more to talk about that soon. So, Hui. Yes. Being a um, St. Albans local, mm. you know, even. Even for me, that a person who's not Vietnamese, yeah. I can respect like the Vietnamese culture in in Saint Albans, because yeah. just like Footscray, Sunshine, Richmond, Springvale, yeah. wherever there's like major centres for Vietnamese, yeah. there's a whole lot of businesses and mm. restaurants. And now that we've gone and checked out through your lens, yeah. like local style, um, you know, restaurants, cafes, yeah. you know, shops here in Japan. Yeah. What do you think about that in comparison to like St. Albans? Like what, what runs through your mind? This is in regards to, let's say like Vietnamese restaurants in Japan. So there's not many. Mm. I've probably seen maybe four or five during my time here. But I've realized, especially I tell my mom this all the time, it's just like, even though there's a few, only a few Vietnamese restaurants, but they're actually quite popular. I mean, like there's one in close to Orange Street that literally when I went there, when I went past, they had a sign up sheet of like, because it was that packed. Oh, the big yellow one. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. So that one, yeah, I went past and people had to like write down their name on a list. And you know they'll come back at that time when they when, when there's a table there, and that's crazy because you think about like Vietnamese restaurants back home, and like you go Footscray, you, there's at least like ten on like one block, just yeah. like one block alone. So, yeah. and you could just go to any, and you know you're guaranteed to generally get a table. Mm. Whereas here, because there's not many, but it seems that you know Vietnamese food is cuisine is quite popular, so mm. people are willing to wait for Vietnamese food. Which I guess is just so like mind-boggling to me because like I could go down to St Albans and just eat anywhere, or I could just stay home and my mum will cook mm. a good mm. dish. But you know, it's that whole thing of like you know we don't appreciate it until you know you're sort of away from it. Mm. It's just, I guess it would be the same for like Japanese people who go over to Australia, and because there's not many Japanese restaurants, so you know that's all they can sort of like really go to if they're like feeling homesick or whatever. Yes. Yes, yes, yes. No, I hear you, I hear you. Yeah. It seems to be the case, mm. you know, with a lot of um, Japanese friends of mine. Yeah, yeah. You know, like, when they know uh, a place really tastes authentic, yeah. 
you know, exactly yeah. spots, but they're usually really expensive. Exactly, yeah. And, you know. and obviously, you sort of you have to kind of cater, depending on the place. Some some places, you know, stay full authentic. Some places sort of have to cater to Western palates as well, mm. which is you know, it's and it definitely applies to Vietnamese restaurants. I feel so. They, because right now, like Vietnamese cuisine, like everyone loves it for yeah. like you know yeah. all that stuff. So yeah. I feel you know some places will definitely if they know their market is towards like western westerners, they'll definitely you know adjust a few things just so like for their palate. That's it. Hey, I wonder. I wonder if the Vietnamese restaurants here um, cater for the Japanese palate because I, I I've got the general assumption that uh, Vietnamese don't like. Coriander, which they call pakchi. Well, I don't know. I mean, like, I've only had pho here. Yeah. Twice, and obviously, it'll never compare to the real thing. But even like the pho in Australia is not the real pho compared to Vietnam. Like, right, Because right. each sort of region in Vietnam sort of like will cook it a different way, or have like you know different accompaniments and whatnot. So yes. when I ate pho here, yeah, you know, the broth is you know tasted the same. Obviously, like you know maybe wasn't as rich as the stuff back home in Melbourne yeah. but then obviously you got to uh, factor that uh, ingredients so obviously they won't be able to get the you know yes so yes. they got to sometimes substitute or just sort of like yeah do that I do feel like it maybe it was a bit lighter the broth right and maybe that is you know I guess maybe the Japanese prefer something that's a bit more light maybe not as rich yes which is ironic because you think about tonkotsu which is like the most richest broth around so yeah. I don't know maybe maybe the I guess they probably know more than me, so maybe they understand the market or what their clientele and the, the flavor profiles that they prefer. Hey, flavor profiles. Maybe that's what we got to suss out next time mm. in March. You got to check out all these spots, yeah, and then yeah. see which ones taste the most authentic, yeah, without putting them. <laughs> <laughs> that's but, true. But yeah, stay tuned. We're going to talk more about this in the next segment. So, uh, Hui. Yep. Um, with you know that seeing that with the local Vietnamese yep. um, cuisine here in Osaka, yeah, and then you know the local um, cafes you've been visiting yep. and frequenting, mm. is that something that you wish was was more existent in in local St Albans? Oh, definitely. I feel like even here like the five cafes are like the five Vietnamese restaurants I've been past or whatever or been to one thing they do the Japanese do very well is the interiors and the, the decorations mm. so the one place I went to in Emeta like literally it felt like the way they like decorated the whole place did the styling and whatnot it felt like I was in like a Vietnamese like night market like a restaurant oh wow in terms of like all the decorations like you know they had like pieces from Vietnam like you know like posters everything like they went all out wow and like it was just mind-boggling to me because like I think of restaurants back home and it's just like most of them let's face it most of them they're not really the most nicest place to eat in oh right yeah yeah like there's in mean aesthetically aesthetically like yeah. you know think about your local fireplace most of the times if you look at the walls there's always like the mirror yeah. that goes along all the walls yeah. it's usually very tacky yeah the waiters and whatnot they really don't care like they, they're just serving you that it's not generally it's not the best place for customer service but i think most people sort of accept that yeah on the tv you have like vietnamese variety shows or like yeah 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 
anyone out there, Paris by Night, Asia, those kind of shows. Yeah. So it's generally not the most, it's a place where you go for the food, really. You just go there because you're having a Vietnamese craving and you want to get that dish. You don't go there for the ambiance. But I guess for some, they might argue that that is the ambiance, that just like breakneck rush, just like crazy Vietnamese. But here though, it's diff- definitely different. I felt like, wow, I feel... I'm in Vietnam, even though I've technically never been to Vietnam. So it was, it was very interesting that they really went out of their way to make it feel as though you're in Vietnam, even though you're not. Yes. And I can imagine that if it was, if they did something like a Mexican restaurant, they'd like go all out just to really make it real, like, yeah. Which I don't know, some people might consider quiche or like, you know, just like overboard but yeah. I can appreciate that you know they go out of the way to really try to replicate the authenticity of what that country or what they believe that country yeah. would be like so yeah well I guess you know in this day and age you know we're spoiled with information mm. and, and you know like we are spending our money mm. so why not make it more spendable <laughs> yeah, yeah. for lack of better words you know it's like mm. yeah well I'm in here and I do definitely feel like I'm transported to another place that's yeah. not you know my normal local place mm. but it's local yeah. so then yeah well why not let's go here because it feels good it's like going mm. to a bar or a club really. exactly exactly and I feel like back home I used to take my mum out to cafes and that's her only real way of so like seeing what's out there in mm. a lot of ways and she loves it you know Boy. and like we always talk about you know like the cafes I take her to, they're all hipster, you know, cool places. But she loves the fact, you know, like, Vietnamese people, if they were open a cafe, like, it's, yeah, like I said, not aesthetically the best looking places. Mm. And it's just like, you know, there's something that Vietnamese people can learn. Like, I'd say for the most part, Vietnamese people aren't really the most stylish design-wise. Mm. Maybe not so much the new generation, they're definitely, you know, but the older generation, uh, probably not. And that's yeah. where, like, somewhere like Japan, where like that kind of design aesthetics have been passed down from generation to generation through culture, traditions and whatnot. So that's something that I feel Vietnam can definitely, or they definitely need to step up to. But, you know, I hear Vietnam right now, it's slowly like, it's the design world is slowly starting to boom over there. So things are changing, which I guess is good. Mm. But back in Melbourne, I don't know, it's people maybe just stuck in their old ways and just resistant change or just comfortable in the way it is mm, but you know that. who can argue with that true that let's hope it's just a delay <laughs> uh, for us culturally in Australia mm. but yeah I'd be real interested to see where things go mm. at this point definitely on. definitely and because Hui Lee needs to go to work <laughs> this podcast was really a last minute thing this will be our last segment um Hui, what are some of the things you're thinking based on these experiences? I've, I do miss home. I'm curious to see how much St. Norman's has changed since I've left. Obviously, some things will always stay the same, but definitely I feel like with the new train station and whatnot, there's definitely going to be big changes. So mm. I heard there's a char time in the new station. Yes, I'm yes. pretty sure slowly St. Albans is going to be gentrified <laughs> yeah. for better or worse. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But I'll be honest, I'm looking, I'm looking forward to that first hipster cafe. Yeah. Uh, I want to see how they, how well they do. Cause once that does well, then fine. It's, yeah. it's open ended from there. Anything can happen. Yeah. Yeah. 
And I think, you know, like the, there's a bit of a, a negative stigma attached to the word hipster, but every generation has their hipsters. Oh, yeah, definitely, you know? definitely, definitely. And yeah. I think the pretentiousness of, of the, the, this stigma of, sort of particular hipsters mm. is, is a stereotype, really. Mm. You know, mm. like yeah. I think there are people just like this 50 year old man <laughs> or so wanting to like do something that's nice and brand new. Yeah. That is kind of like a radical thing for the local local thing because like when we were going through the arcades here the short hand guy we saw like this guy at the what was it like a butcher or a fish oh, yeah. joint, and he had a ciggy in his mouth <laughs> and he was preparing the food with the ciggy hanging over in his mouth you know and i was like whoa that's hectic but like there was something gangster about yeah. it but i think even the people he would be like oh that's a bit that's i don't i feel like they're probably just they're probably just used to it it's just the way it's been like mm. it's yeah, because I've been to a what's it, kushikatsu place in uh, Shinsukai. Yeah. And, the, you know, the chef would, you know, cook the food. Then when he's having his break, he would just smoke in the kitchen. You're like, whoa. Yo. But, you know, I guess that's the culture here. You know, just once they ban smoking, then, yeah, it's going to be a different country altogether, country I feel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's, it's slowly happening. Like, when we go to um, that, 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 that yakiniku place. Yeah, or, yeah. Or in that joint, like generally, um, customers won't smoke inside, yeah, unless they're like a group of maybe older guys yeah. like, getting old wasted, yeah, yeah, and they'll just they don't mm. care because mm. it's, it's not like it's banned, per yeah, se, yeah, you know? it's yeah, yeah, but then, yeah, you know, like so saying that, um, and then comparing that with with like business in, in Melbourne, mm. you know, in the suburbs in St. Albans, yeah, like. Other than you know other like hipster cafes opening, what else has been running through your mind about that? Uh, I feel like. Would you do your own cafe or? I think or the like you know that? if when you talk about delusions of grandeur, like definitely <laughs> I'd love to have my own cafe, something small, you know, like when I talk about hipster cafes, I don't mean like it doesn't need to be like a, you know like a higher grounds or like you know Auntie Peg's kind of place. But for me, if I was to open a cafe, just something small, intimate. Kind of like a kiss of ten, but maybe not as like, um, I would call it that. A place like today, where you know you could, where you can sort of like linger around, have a coffee. I'd like to see you know kids just like you know doing their homework or you know, you know old, the older generation just reading a newspaper or whatnot like that. That for me, like where you know you could just a place where you can hang out and not feel like you have to be rushed out to serve, yes, yes, you know, yes. new customers. Yeah. A place to linger because I feel like that's the kind of places that me and my friend, the guys, have always been trying to look for. Like, especially a light, late night place where you could just kick back and just talk shit. Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. But that... yeah, we'll see what happens. But for me, if I can open up a cafe serving coffee and donuts, that's fine. That's that's all I really need. And maybe fried chicken and curry as well. But that, that, that's a whole not adventure. Yeah, well, hey, you know, like at least your eyes are being open to how things are being done here. Mm, so definitely. Maybe there is potential, maybe things in, in St. Albans will change mm. to cater for, for interests like that. Bro. Definitely. So if there's anyone out there with like loads of cash that just doesn't care, <laughs> you know, hit me up. <laughs> yeah, we need some investors here. You can be silent if you yeah. want. We don't mind that all. <laughs> Alright guys, um, yeah, let's give a round of applause to Hui Lee. Uh, thank you, thank you. We'll get him again in March when I come back to Osaka. Yeah. But uh, yeah, thank you for being on the show, Hui. Uh, thank you, thank you for having us.